Welcome to Blunt Blowing Mama podcast. I'm your host, Shanitria, and this is a podcast about all things cannabis and parenthood. Yep, I'm a mom. I got two kids. I'm 31 years old and I got a man. We've been together for over eight years and I decided I'm going to do a podcast and I'm just going to talk all about weed and being a mom. (laughs) So that's what I'm doing. That's been really great. That's been really fun. Then I started interviewing people and just some people who are doing really dope things in the cannabis industry. And I said, you know what, next I want to talk to you. So I put a call out on Blunt Blowing Mama's Instagram page and I heard back from so many of you guys who were interested in being on the Blunt Blowing Mama podcast as a guest and share your story. And now this is for you guys to hear. I cannot fucking wait for you guys to hear these women, these moms, their stories. You're going to be blown away. This is so good. I'm not even going to talk anymore. Let's just get into it. Welcome to season two of Blunt Boy Mama podcast. Well, my name is Dominique Arangare. I am originally from the Pasadena area. I currently right now live in Vista, California, so down in the San Diego County. Um, I am married. I have uh, been married to my husband, John, for eight years now, and we have three kids. We have ages eight, seven, and three and a half. My upbringing, um, I would say, is pretty unique in a sense. I grew up in the restaurant business, so my mom and dad always owned a, either a part of a restaurant with my with my Italian side of my family, or they had their own um, had their own business. So from a very young age, I was always just you know around the adult life in the back scene of the restaurant. Always, um, at one point, I think by the time I was five, my mom and dad had uh, gotten. In Old Town Pasadena, they had gotten not only an Italian restaurant, but they had a sports bar right next to it and a nightclub underneath. So um, so it was pretty crazy just, you know, in the sense growing up, it was really fun. But, um, you know, I grew up really quick, I would say, um, as a young girl witnessing all the shenanigans going around in the restaurant, you know, business as it does. Um, and then uh, from there, you know, my parents, after they got out of the Old Town restaurant, they moved us out to Temecula. And um, from there, they they did caterings, which really slowed down um, our family aspect because our family was just kind of go, go, go um, in the L.A. County. And once we moved out there, really slowed things down. It really made us focus on, you know, us as a family, you know, who, who we were together. And I think I was about high school, you know, high school age. And that's about, you know, the time cannabis came into my life, I would say towards the, the end of high school. And, you know, cannabis was viewed in the home. Um, it's, it was pretty split. Um, my dad has always used cannabis from since I could remember. Um, my mom doesn't. So she's never, 
She's never been a hater, I would say, on my dad for using it, but she never supported it either. So he always kind of had a secretly um, smoking it in the garage or, you know, out in his car or whatever. So I kind of always knew about it when I was young and I just kind of respected it because um, my dad and I had had a few conversations just about drugs in general. And he would, you know, always tell me like, stay away from cocaine and, you know, don't do any of that crazy shit. It's, it doesn't mix well with us, you know? And, but then he'd be like, well, if you, you know, want to try marijuana, like, you know, I wouldn't be mad at you basically, you know? And then my mom was always pretty quiet. So it's just kind of a funny dynamic. And I would say where I grew up, you know, um, technically in Arcadia, but because of my parents' business, I kind of was all over from the Arcadia to Pasadena, you know, area. And I hung out with, uh, you know, the wealthy crew that kind of lived in the foothills. And I lived with, you know, my homies that their parents worked with my parents. And, and you know, I got a little bit of both dynamics. So I would say, you know, there was a little, uh, little hiding in the cannabis world at the time. But for the most part, everyone around me seemed to be in that lifestyle. So um, it's interesting because of the way I turned out. I look back on all these different situations I've been in and, you know, it's always been a part of me growing and taking this other door. So, um, so yeah, you know, I've always had a really positive outlook on cannabis just because of the people I've been around. First time I smoked weed, I would say it was at the end of my high school experience, and um, I had been already moved out to Temecula, and I still had my good group of girlfriends that lived in Pasadena still, so I would often try to, you know, catch a ride up and go hang out with them or, you know, go do Christmas lights, and um, they were all pretty much smoking weed by the time I had started. So I was kind of like the last one to the group and which they always laugh because I was the last one to really do it. And yet I turned out to be the one that smokes the most, you know, so I was the last one to the party. But um, so, yeah, I think, you know, the the time that I had smoked with them, it was just a great experience. I was with girlfriends that I loved, you know, they already had all experienced it already. So that was kind of an easy way in for me. Cause they were just like, here, here's smoke this, use this weed, do the lighter. It wasn't any pressure. And um, from there, I just kind of on my own, I would say kind of snowballed into, you know, just cannabis as a part of my life. And, pretty much using it every day. I mean, I pre- I would say I was probably 17 when I first smoked. So by the time I was 19, I was pretty much using it every day once I entered into college. My, <clears throat> my impression of weed after I first experienced it was just a overall sensation of slowing life down, enjoying the moments, you know, because at the time, you know, I, I think most people start smoking weed. It's just kind of specific little moments where you're with somebody or it's a special occasion. And um, all those little positive moments, you know, build into 
if you are a daily user, you remember those, but you know, it just becomes a part of you and, and, you know, it is all positive, but when you look back on it, you have special memories with, you know, a group of girlfriends or, you know, we used to get in the car and sing in sync and look at Christmas lights, you know? So my experiences have always been amazing just in the terms of those special moments, especially when it came to family as well. Everybody in my family knows I use cannabis on a daily, on a daily routine. Um, it wasn't like I just one day came out and started telling everybody. It was just over time they realized how much I was using cannabis. Um, my my dad and my sister and my brother were pretty much the first ones that really knew in my family. My mom, it was a little hard to kind of break the ice to her of like, hey. Yeah, I'm that fun loving pothead. You know, I have my I have my shit together, but I do smoke pot as well. And once she realized that my life was still on track and it didn't like derail me in any way, I think I earned her respect in that sense and you know, she she tries not to smile sometimes when I have my funny, you know, weed humor, but um but I still love her, you know. <laughs> well, I would say when I first started Using cannabis, um, I always had access to like top shelf weed. So I've always just in general been almost a, a little snob when it comes to it, just because I, I always want the best weed that's that's around because I've always had access to it. Um, but pretty much I always would, you know, smoke out of a bubbler or smoke a bong. And once it got to a point where I was daily using um you know, it was just uh, stativas in the morning, of course. I always like to just kind of keep it heady. Um, I'm, I, I started out as an interior designer and that kind of went into um, being more into art. And, you know, that definitely helps in that sense for me. And then, you know, by the evening time, I always transition into indica and um, you know, I always love hybrids too, so I don't get, I don't leave those out either. <laughs> but um, but I've always preferred flower. Um, I've pretty much been in in dispensaries since they were around, since it was like really sketchy. I mean, it still is in some in some areas to go to dispensaries, depending what city you're in. But um, but I've always been just you know intrigued on getting into dispensaries or getting edibles, and um, I've I've don't do edibles too often. That's more of a special occasion. But, you know, I do I do love me a brownie or two every now and then. <laughs> All right. Well, my pregnancy, actually my first one was amazing. Um, I can't lie or complain. It was just one of those, you know, I was 25. I was in great shape and um, no morning sickness. So I pretty much went from daily use of cannabis and kind of having like a good Bible, <laughs> you know, like, okay, I'm pregnant. Um, this could be my last bowl. I don't, you know, I don't need it anymore. And I didn't really know, like, in a sense, what my future was with cannabis. I love it. So I was like, obviously, like, I knew I was going to smoke again. But, you know, at the time, I really didn't need it. And I was just focused on baby and and almost naive in a sense of, uh just in terms of how you can use cannabis if you are pregnant. Um, so my first pregnancy was really easy. And I think it wasn't until I was like at the very end of breastfeeding that I kind of was like, all right, 
maybe I smoke a bowl now, you know, late at night, I can relax, you know, and um, it kind of just turned into that. And before I knew it, I was just ending breastfeeding my first one, and I got pregnant with my second one, and both being girls. And um, second one came and was like, you know, night and day with the two. Um, I had nausea and, you know, all the things I was like, oh, this is what it's like to be pregnant, you know. And um, and and at the time, like I had gotten some prescribed um, medication just for nausea and I had taken it a couple of times, but it just didn't make me feel great. And I was just like, yeah, I'd rather just like kind of suck it up, you know. And so um, in my pregnancy, like, you know, second time around, it was great as well. I had no complications. You know, I just kind of off the bat went at it and didn't really realize like, well, this time, you know, your belly sits a little lower because this is a second. So you just kind of get a little more pain in that sense. And I just I think that's when I really started to question, like, should I use cannabis in the sense like I know it heals I know it heals pain. I know it heals all this nausea. But at the time, there really wasn't anything on the Internet that I could look to and be like, yeah, that's legit. I feel better now. Like, I'm going to make a decision. It was just kind of like, I know this is like a self deciding factor of like, what are you going to do to your body and your baby? And so I was really hesitant. Um, My husband has always supported my cannabis use. So at the time of the pregnancy, he just was very unsure. Like, I don't know, you know, like, like where there's no studies, you know, and and the studies we would, we would see, there's just so many factors in it. So it was just one of those scary things. And once I started breastfeeding my second child, um, I would use cannabis. I used it more breastfeeding with my second child, but not on a daily use. I still was very like picky on when I would do it. Mainly like if I, if I had a headache or something, you know, it would really help me. Um, And then I had a break for a few years from having babies after having those two back to back. And I had my son, which was a surprise. We didn't know. We kind of left it till the end to be a surprise. And, um, you know, I had all these symptoms of nausea again and back pain. And this time I, I felt a little more, um, I felt a little more knowledgeable in, in the sense of cannabis and a little more confident in what it was doing for my body because I was pretty much back to daily use again by the time I had my, had my third child. And I was, you know, a little hesitant to take it a few times when I was pregnant with my third one, um, my husband kind of was like, I support you, but I, you know, I'm very, I'm very unsure still. And I just was kind of like, you know what, I'm going to do this. Um, you know, being prescribed a pill didn't make sense to me when all this time I really felt in my gut that cannabis was the answer, you know, it's, it's like in all the, you know, all the reggae songs that I listen to, it's the healing of the nation. And, you know, it's like, it really speaks to you when you're really looking at it in that sense of you taking, you know, that forefront as your, it's your life. I'm going to do it this way, you know, and not listen to what the doctor's telling me. That's like a huge step forward in that sense, because there's a lot still unknown in the cannabis world of women and pregnancy and, you know, just because people are so scared, you know, to take that risk. But um, 
but it just made sense. It just made sense to me, you know? And by the time I was breastfeeding him, um, I was, I was pretty much using cannabis on a daily, um, again, you know, here I'm a mom of three kids juggling, you know, juggling it all. Cannabis is something I really needed at the time. And, um, and it really was the healing of like any postpartum. Like I can't say that I had any of those symptoms just because I did use cannabis when I felt those types of things coming on, when I felt it becoming overwhelming, then that's when I used it. And it just, it was like a conscious decision of like, this is my body. These are my children. It's pretty much the vibe that I'm putting out to them as well. And, um, it was just, it almost became an important part of my, of my part of, you know, being pregnant in my motherhood of like learning my body and, and the way it affected my kids. Because quite honestly, I can't tell you that I noticed anything different. My kids were all happy. My kids were all healthy. You know, they're all three different personalities, but none of those different uses in all three pregnancies differed from, a, you know, an outcome. So I was just, you know, almost bummed that I didn't take the risk earlier on and, you know, listen to my gut of, you know, using cannabis instead of that, pre that prescribed pill that I hate peeling the plastic off, you know, and shoving down my throat. I hate doing that. And, and it's just a comforting thing that I can use a natural flower that comes from the earth to heal all these different things that come my way you know? Um, so yeah, <laughs> you know, I think like any mother, those few days leading up to having your baby, you're super anxious and just pretty much miserable at that point. I think, you know, at the end of my pregnancies, I was pretty much just like a zombie sitting up on my couch waiting for the baby to come, you know, but, um, but for the most part, I always just had a strong, healthy mind, um, you know, approaching the delivery of my babies, you know, it's kind of out of your control. So you just kind of have to, you know, accept that and, and, you know, go with the flow when it comes to that moment. Cause it's, you know, it's your body, but also that baby comes out and it's a whole different personality coming out, you know, so get that two mixtures in a, in a little labor and delivery, you have some drama, you know, but, but, um, you know, for me, I'm super blessed that I, you know, was, was able to have three healthy babies in the way that I did. Um, especially not having any stressful situations around me postpartum that would, you know, push me to be in a negative mind. Um, I've always had great support from my husband and my family, you know, afterwards. Um, I've always chose to stay home with my kids. So it, you know, it is a big job in my sense of always having them. And, you know, I see that mental game that mamas have to play, you know, going back and forth with um, that love for your baby, but the need to have that space and that moment of, you know, just taking a breath from, from life, you know, and it, you can't be mad at that, you know? And like, for me, that's, that's when cannabis comes into my life because it's like, hold up, time out, fresh, you know, take a deep breath, take a puff and kind of reset, you know, because, um, the health of, you know, your mental and your mind when you're about to be a mom. And especially if you're a mom with already babies, it's, it's really challenging. And, um, 
And, you know, I think I, I am one of those people where you ask me about, you know, babies and, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I love them, you know, but I don't really like having them, you know, and it's like, I hate saying that because I've had such easy pregnancies. But by the time I had my third, I was like, my body is done. <laughs> like, I am not going to push it anymore. And, you know, I'm going to I'm going to just sit back and enjoy being mom now. So after giving birth with my babies, I pretty much on number one, I, I resumed cannabis use at the very end of my breastfeeding, which was almost a year, almost a year. And then my second daughter, I used cannabis just a few times while pregnant. And then once I was breastfeeding her, I pretty much was kind of like slowly starting to use cannabis into a daily use routine. Um, but the daily use routine didn't come to the very end of, of my breastfeeding with her. And then with my son, um, that's when I would say, you know, I pretty much resumed right off the bat and just kind of hopped back to it, <laughs> you know, like nothing, nothing really changed. So my first child, I breastfed for about nine months and um, I had decided that towards the very, very end of breastfeeding, just because I was concerned of like, you know, what is it going to do if I smoke and breastfeed? And, you know, just like any mom would, if you had a glass of wine, you know, it's just like, I mean, even if you take a puff, there's no like telling what your body is going to do chemically with your baby. And, you know, there's not a study to tell you, Hey, this is what exactly is going to happen. You know? So I was, I was very concerned about my use, but I think just over time, I gained that confidence by the second, you know, by the second baby, I had breastfed her for a year and, you know, I was using cannabis and just slowly, you know, introducing it back into my diet plan. And, um, and I didn't see any changes, you know, there was nothing wrong with her. And I just was like, okay, you know, why am I tripping? Like, I know my body anyway filters all the bad stuff out. Like, you know, the baby's only getting all the good things from mama, right? So I was like, all right, I'm not going to trip. Like, this is something that I know I'm going to decide to do because it's my body. And I'm, you know, and I just have a conscious feeling of this is what I need to be doing instead of taking something else, you know, or, or, or even just, you know, needing a glass of wine at night, you know, like that instead is my glass of wine. Um, and by my, by the time I, you know, was breastfeeding my son, I was pretty much on a daily use. And like I said, you know, we really didn't see any changes. Like we would laugh and be like, is he, you know, like, but it's just like, that's his personality. He's just a silly boy. And, you know, there's no fundamental differences in any of my kids in the sense of like, from one, two, and three, I used all different types and amounts and different times. And, you know, it, to me, it always the same result. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think in terms of, uh, you know, resuming my cannabis use by the third one, I, I just really didn't have a hesitation to, you know, come home, settle down with the baby and, and, you know, enjoy cannabis in my home setting and just relax, you know, and, and be with my baby, and enjoy the moments that I had with him because, um, you know, I wasn't feeling anxious or all those things that I would, if I hadn't used cannabis.
I would say when I was breastfeeding with my daughters, you know, um, I had that little bit of gap in between them and my son where it was like, okay, here's my personal study, you know, right? If there's going to be any uh, developmental differences or anything negative, right? In the sense where I could be like, oh, maybe that was a result or maybe we shouldn't have done that. And there never was, there really wasn't. And so that definitely gave me this like little bit of a flat platform, you know, like, all right, well, I kind of earned that badge. You know, my kids are smart. My kids are healthy. They're loving, you know, I love them. Like there's no, there's no negative influence because I am using cannabis in, in my, in my life, you know, as a mom. And by the time I was with my son, you know, I just, I, I had all the power to me, you know, to make that decision. And, you know, it, it was hard because I had told a couple of my family members, you know, and it wasn't like they totally supported me, but they didn't, they didn't tell me not to do it either, you know, because it makes sense. And, and that's where I, you know, I just appreciate my family because they've always had my back, you know, they, they've known in terms of just my cannabis use, you know, being for migraines or being for my menstrual cycle, you know, they've always respected me because, you know, I think I was like a teenager and it was just like, oh, here, take Advil, take Advil, you know, and I got to a point where I'm like, okay, Advil's not working anymore. What can, what can I do? This can't be good for me. And, um, you know, and that just has all snowballed into how I take care of my body, just using cannabis, you know, it really does heal me in a sense. And, um, it's just been such a great part of my life and a part of me becoming a mom as well. You know, what type of mom I am. I, I can't say that I ever felt postpartum. Um, I'd never had dark, deep moments where I just, you know, I know that women have, um, I did have anxiety, you know, I did have the moments where I would just, you know, sit in my room and cry and think, why am I crying, you know, but I think that's just the part of being a woman and changing and, you know, and thank God, thank God for ganja, because it's like, you know, in those moments, you can have tears and just sit down and, you know, have that moment to take a rip and, and relax and, you know, like, and then you almost kind of like, why am I crying? You know, and you snap out of it. And I think I always am just, you know, thankful I have it in my life because I think it's just stayed, stayed me away from, from all those things that could be, you know, and, and I know I've always been in a positive household and everything, which plays a great influence to all that, I truly believe. Um, so, you know, it's just one of those things where it worked for me, <laughs> you know, it, it truly does and, and did. Um, my babies are healthy and, and yeah, I, I, you know, I feel like, dang it, why didn't, I, why can't someone do a study on me? You know, why didn't I show up every day and be like, look, this is helping me instead of what you guys are all making me feel like it should be doing to my body or, you know, all the negative things that that used to play, you know, in the in the sense of don't do this because it's bad and it's going to hurt your baby. You know, and, and I really have never felt that was the truth, you know, but it was just a matter of taking a risk to be like, all right, this is my decision, you know, and 
you know, if my babies are, are going to be affected by that, then that's the choice I'm taking as a mom, you know, and that's huge. Like that's a really hard thing to say and do, but it wasn't like I was taking a, a drug or something that I knew wasn't right for my body. You know, cannabis has always just been a healing aspect to it. So I'm like, all right, it's got to roll with the bunches and, and do all that for me continuous, whether I'm a mom or not. At none, I would say none at any moment did I ever feel like I was in danger of my household or my baby just because, um, you know, my family and my husband have all just been supported me and, you know, been really positive. And, you know, at times, like, I feel like I wanted a shout out, like, listen, you know, I'm a mom and I'm doing this, but my family was like, you know what? You, it's not the time for you. Do you want to risk, do you want to risk CPS coming to your house and, and knocking on your door and taking you to jail? And you know what? I was scared. I was scared to take that risk to speak out, but I wasn't scared to make that decision for myself in my home, for my body and my baby. And, you know, um, and I, I give it, I give it to the moms that, you know, go with their heels dragging because of what they're doing. And, you know, they're, they're strong to their word of cannabis use as being moms. You know, they've really paved ways for women like me that are scared, you know, but are, have a pride in, in the sense of, you know, we, we are choosing this instead of other things. So all of my children know about my cannabis use. It's been pretty much, you know, from early toddler stage, they just, know where mommy's little area is where, you know, I have my bong or my bubbler and my weed and my lighter. And, you know, it's been a thing like, just like you would teach your kid, like, don't touch the oven. It's hot. <laughs> you know, it's like, listen, this is mommy's stuff. Don't touch it, you know? And, and it, it was like, funny to me because I grew up with my dad always like hiding in the garage or hiding in the car, you know? And I feel now that I know, like he had to live that life for so long. I feel so bad for him because I'm like, you know, I get to enjoy it in my room, you know, and my kids, they can knock on my door and say, Hey mom, you know, okay, give me a minute. I'll be right there. You know? And it's nothing that's a, a bad thing that I have to hide from them. And, and it's funny because my girls were toddlers and, you know, they started to notice people smoking cigarettes and they would notice the smell and they're like, mommy, you know, what, it, what is that? And I'm like, well, you know, there's brown cigarettes. And at the time, it's so funny because at the timing, my husband happened to just like get on this roll of rolling me joints or, you know, we would just have a joint instead. And so it was like the perfect transition of me teaching them there's brown cigarettes and there's green cigarettes. And it kind of was like this introduction to like, this is what mommy does. And, you know, and I've, and I've always been very real with them in the sense of like, it helps me with that, my headache. And I've shown them the Advil bottle and say, listen, mommy doesn't want to take these, you know, I I'm going to smoke and I'm going to take a timeout and, and help myself. So I feel better, you know, and, um, and yeah, you know, it's just, it's funny because it's kind of started out like the silly little, like, you know, brown cigarette, green cigarette, but as they 
as they got older, and I think a, a main thing too is I do homeschool them. So I have that platform to teach them, show them news and show them laws of what's been happening and what's been changing because my dad is here and they know like what my dad has gone through and that my dad risked a lot, you know, to have weed and to get weed. And, and nonetheless, here they see their mom, you know, I, I can grow it, I can get it, you know, and, and it's a part of our everyday use, you know, and they respect it. They don't, they're not curious to it. They just know that's what they do. And, you know, my seven-year-old, she's like just super smart. And, you know, she knows it helps cure cancer and, you know, all these great things. And, and she's just like, you know, I tell her about my anxiety and, you know, as, as a child, she has to learn to breathe breathe through the anxiety and, you know, I, I can't do everything for her, but she already understands that like mommy teaches me, this is a medicine. It's going to be something I can use in the future. And that almost is like something that is like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm like almost proud that I can like pass this on to her as like, this is something that can heal you. And it's something that can be part of your life and you don't have to go to a doctor for it, you know? And of course we all need doctors. I'm not one to just say, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't use doctors. I don't get their advice. You know, I think it's appropriate when we need them and when, but, but, you know, never have they ever helped me get on this path of like, maybe you should use cannabis. You know, you get migraines all the time. You have this nausea from it. Never was I recommended it. You know, it was something that I had to seek out for myself. If I could, you know, give women advice about using cannabis in their lifestyle, I would say, you know, you have to try it. You have to start somewhere. It's not if you haven't used cannabis in 10, 15 years, it is not something that is the same. That's just, you know, that weed you smoked in high school that made you paranoid and you have this bad vibe from it. It's not like that anymore. You can go to a doctor. You can tell them what your problem is and how, you know, cannabis can help you and what cannabis is going to help you. You know, what strain, what, what stativa can you smoke that's going to help you with your, you know, anxiety or your back pain, you know, or your, your head, your headache, you know, there's so many different things to it. You know, you see all these CBD products, but it's just the same as, you know, THC, you need that, you need that, that special healing power, you know, um, and don't be afraid. You know, it's, it's something that you can do and grow to be comfortable in. Um, you know, it's different. It's not something that, you know, your mom is going to support, I would say, or your grandma. I don't know. Some people have cool grandmas that do support it, you know? Um, but yeah, you know, just seek the help and seek the advice because there are so many things nowadays, like compared to just years ago on the internet. Um, there's so much like, you know, just like this platform of Blunt Volume Mama, you know, like how many moms can you hear on these podcasts? And you're like, oh, yeah, I've been there, done that, you know, and you just relate that like this dark closet, maybe you've experienced in the past years of this transition of, you know, cannabis being accepted in, in not just California, but all over, you know, um, it's, it's very exciting in the sense that we can all just come together to help one another from our experience. And these are, you know, experiences that are just five years ago, you know, and I can speak from truth. Like my babies are healthy, you know, test, test us out. Like we love our family and, you know, cannabis is definitely a part of that 
for anybody that says bad moms, you know, smoke weed. And, you know, if you smoke weed, you can't, you know, you're a stoner, you're lazy, you know, I would just tell you you back. Hold on. (laughs) That is exactly opposite of if you met me, that's exactly opposite of that, you know? And I think that's what's so awesome is so many of us moms can surprise a lot of people, you know, when you really are front and be like, yeah, I do use cannabis. Like I'm stoned right now, (laughs) you know, like I walk to the park and I'm enjoying my life, you know, and and it's a joke, but it's not a joke, you know? And it's, it's real. And it's something that can be a positive part to you, you know, and you can't judge someone on doing that. You know, you can, you can be mad at a mom who's using drugs and ignoring their kids and, you know, all these other things, but how can you hate on a mom that is loving that time with their children and embracing that love, you know, and, and being able to, you know, handle all those bad parts. It's not always positive either. You know, there's those, there's those moments when your kids are out of, out of your hand, you know, and you you can't just make them happy. They have their own moods and, you know, as a, as a mom, cannabis really helps me deal with those moods because dang, like, you know, that can just ruin your day. But sometimes you got to like reset and, and, you know, find different ways at your kids of like, all right, I can't just be mad at you. You know, you kind of get like a new, a new outlook, like, all right, I'll reason with you a little, let's, let's figure this out, you know, as opposed to just being mad at someone, you know, you erase that you erase all that negativity, you know, with, with ganja. And I'm just like, Oh yes. Thank you, Lord. Every time, because it's just like, I walk out of my room and I can look at my babies and love them. And they could be like, you know, with a, with a dirty house and, you know, like one of them's in a grumpy mood, but it's kind of like, all right, this is my little energy bar, you know, that's going to get me through this next little mom session, you know, because it ain't easy. We all know that. And everyone's got their own stories. But I think cannabis truly is something that everybody can use to help become that better mom. So to the ones that are saying negative on moms, I don't, you got to learn to, got to learn to love us because I think we're probably the best moms. That's for sure. I want people to know what cannabis has done, not just for, you know, me as a mom, but just as a person, you know, it really has, has healed me um, in a sense of being conscious to what I choose to do with my life, you know, how I spend my time, how I spend my money, you know, Um, it can really influence all that. And if, if you, if you let, you know, all that negativity of like, you know, the traditional outlook towards a pothead, you know, it can, it can kind of get to you, you know, and you're just like kind of question yourself. But, um, you know, I really, I really believe in what I'm doing just, you know, in terms of my cannabis use, I think it really wasn't until, um, I actually, I had a moment like up at Cali Roots, uh, Cali Roots Festival in Monterey and there was like an in-between session and there was the Rastaman up there and he's like you know looking at everybody and everyone's using you know cannabis in the crowd and he he just kind of said you know spoke his word of we're the conscious you know and that's always just kind of stuck with me and you know we're the conscious of what we're doing and what we're using and you know all around us 
you see people using cannabis and there's no there's no negativity you know there's no fights it's a music festival usually there's some kind of drama right but it's just like this unity of all these people that love life and love music and love what they're doing and you know I get back to like using that as my part of like all right if you want to get away from the drama, here's a lifestyle to embrace, you know, smoke some weed, listen to some reggae, and it will change your life. And it really does. You know, people laugh, but you're missing out if you, if you don't get the little bit of weed and reggae in your life. <laughs> if I had to look into the future and say, hey, you know, Dominique, you probably stop smoking weed. <laughs> I've never really felt that way. I think it's, I'm, I envision myself growing old, being an old granny, making brownies and stuff and having all these amazing stories about how, you know, I used to have to get a cannabis license and how I used to have to go into these shady little dispensaries, you know, and then eventually that grew into, getting deliveries at home and this whole evolution, I've, I've been a part of it. And, you know, it's, it's pretty cool because that definitely is going to be a part of my story. You know, once I get old and, and gray haired and can share my cannabis stories with my grandbabies. <laughs> so my husband has always supported my cannabis use from day one. Um, when we were dating, even though he could not use cannabis cause he chose to for his job. Um, you know, he would show up for a date and be like, Hey, look, and he would give me a joint. And I'm like, Oh, I love this man. <laughs> you know, like he's just going to feed me and give me weed, like dream come true. Right. Um, and so he's always, you know, supported it. And it's, and it's a funny story because, um, I don't know if when we would, uh, you know, have his paternity leave, you know, he would have enough time where he could smoke. So here it, I feel like the moments when I wasn't smoking, when I was like either pregnant, um, he had a little moment to smoke and it would be hilarious because I would be here, you know, like all grumpy, all pregnant, you know, and he would be all stoned, like, take me to, you know, this place to get food and take me to this place to get food. And, and he would just, you know, want to chill with my brother. And I would be like, Oh man, I wish you could smoke all the time, you know? And eventually he could, he, he kept, um, you know, getting better at his job and he pushed himself to get to a point where he could have a great job and smoke weed. And, you know, it, it didn't change our marriage. It just enhanced it. It just was, you know, all right, awesome. Like instead of, you know, me having to go smoke with my dad or go smoke with my bro, it was like, now my husband's here. I don't have to go. And once he, once he started smoking with me, I would say I really was able to like relax, relax in the household before he started smoking with me. I kind of felt like I had to kind of hide it. Like I would smoke in my bathroom or I would go outside and it was kind of like a thing I did to myself. But, you know, um, we laugh because, you know, we call each other Cheech and Chong because it's like, now we just are just like loud and proud. We like to smoke weed. That's what we do. I'm the stativa. He's the indica, you know, and that's how we roll. And I'm like super blessed to have him that it's, he's been part of the journey because, you know, of course you have to have that cash money to have all that flour and, you know, in your pantry. And he's always been a hard worker so he can supply that for me. And he's respected me that I've chosen that instead of, you know, um, spending our money on other things, other materials, you know, he totally supports that, you know, if we're going to do anything, it's going to be this, you know, and, and then everything else, like we take care of the household, but our extra money, our extra fun money, 
that's always going to be for for weed, you know, because it's like, that's the number one on that priority other than, you know, the bills and stuff. But, um, but, you know, like I said, we've always been super blessed to either have someone that grows or someone that knows. And, um, you know, we've always had bomb weeds. So it's really, um, it's really fun actually to have someone that I can smoke with and we can enjoy seeking out different, you know, different types of weed or looking for something that we haven't smoked in a while. You know, um, it's definitely a fun aspect to our marriage. My cannabis consumption has helped me as a mom and a woman in so many ways that, you know, it really, it really hits my heart because, in the moments where I felt weak or the moments where I'm like, all right, you know, life, right. Life happens. Um, it's been one of those things that's just like my faith and my ganja, you know, it's, it's what I need in my life to, to stay right and stay, you know, stay real to what I want to do with my time here on earth and my babies and, you know, my family. Um, so it truly is something that, I love, you know, people that's kind of weird, you know, but some people, but I do, I love it. And, um, and I love to share it, you know, especially moms that are kind of at their point where they don't know what to do. You know, it's one of those things where if the timing's right and I come into your life, like I, I'm not afraid to share it, you know, and, and some people, you know, I don't know if they take my advice and they run with it, or maybe I just kind of plant a little seed to maybe think about it, you know, um, but I definitely want to share my love in, in the cannabis, you know, family and, and just let other moms know that, you know, we, we have a community now. It's, it's not something we have to be scared of. And, um, it's amazing that we can share our stories and love one another for, for this choice, you know, and, and move on with, with what needs to change with laws and, and such to, to promote more cannabis use, you know, and make it okay for, for parents to use it with their children, you know, for health issues. And I totally support all that. And, and I love all that, you know, I've, I really do. I, I, I love all the people that support, you know, you, you see those memes and that guy's sparking a joint in the courtroom. That's no joke. You know, you couldn't pay me, you cannot pay me to do that, but that guy wanted to make a statement and he knows, you know, it's what's right, you know, and, and, and I love that this is a great platform to, to spread that message. I just kind of want to shout out my, my Cali Roots family that, you know, that's my family that enjoys reggae music. And every time I travel up there, it's, it's a community of people that really accepts, you know, cannabis use among families. And I've, I've met some really one particular, really awesome Rasta family. And, you know, um, it's a blessing to have those people in your life and it's a blessing to, to have that ganja, you know, family unity and, and all the people that you may smoke with. So. My name is Dominique and I smoke weed and that does not make me a bad mom, but that actually makes me a one love mom. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Blunt Boy Mama podcast. This is season two. I am so happy to be bringing this to you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I can't wait for you guys to hear next week's episode, which will be airing next Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> if you like what you're hearing then you should definitely share this podcast with a friend with a cousin with a family member <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And if you really feel in it, you know, if you like it, then you should leave a review on it. <laughs> if you like it, then you should leave a review on it. <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. That is where you are able to rate and review this podcast if you enjoy it. I would love that. Thank you in advance if you are, which I know you are doing that. <laughs> also, follow Blunt Boy Mama on Instagram. Follow Blunt Boy Mama on Twitter. Follow BBM Clothing Line on Instagram, which is Blunt Blowing Mama merch. That's where you can shop it, buy it, cop it, tag me in it, tag BBM Clothing Line in it and get featured on Blunt Blowing Mama's page. Yeah, check it out. You guys are already loving it, but I love it too. So like, of course you guys are going to love it. I would not be giving y'all something that's like shit. It's not shit. It's the shit. It's dope. Some dope ass merch. So you should definitely check it out. And you can also like Blunt Blowing Mama on Facebook. You can become a Blunt Boy Mama patron by clicking the link at the top of the page on bluntboymama.com backslash podcast. Y'all, you know I'm high. <laughs> and once you do that, you'll see a link at the top of the page that says page that says click here to become a Blunt Boy Mama patron. And there you can sign up and for as little as $2 <laughs> and you can get up to three extra episodes of the podcast a month. You get shout outs here on the podcast. You will also get free merch. I mean, need I say more? You're able to communicate with me directly. Come on. So it's really, it's a good deal. And at the end of the day, you know that you're supporting a black woman's podcast, a black mom's podcast. And it means the world to me to have the support of the patrons that I do have. Thank you so much, you guys. And I appreciate all of you guys' support and everything and all the love and all the messages. I read them all. Um, so thank you so much for all of your support. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Bye. Bye.